Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. morning and today we have quite a few topics to cover. We're going to kick it off with this race in the NFC North division and then we're going to talk about a few players in this division that play for quite a few teams and whether or not fans think they should stay or simply go away and that also includes the coordinators and coaching staff. So good morning Mike, what's going on? Uh, I think I'm awake um, <laughs> after spending a good portion of yesterday hanging out uh, with the Monday night football event and meetings so for players. And ma- yes, we had a lot of fun, but that was a lot of long line waiting. Uh, I, 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 if you didn't know that the Bears fans love Matt Forte, you know now. I mean, we've had fans that drove from everywhere. What was that, three hours? Um, we, there were fans man. that came from Minnesota. Like, it was nuts. Man, we were in line for real. Felt like we were at Six Flags Great America. Um, but so uh, after spending a good portion of the day hanging out there, uh, all and, I had and, to do was come home and rest. And we also need to, you know, send a shout-out, show some love to Anthony Adams, Spice Adams. Like, he really showed uh, us that, a lot of love yesterday. Favorite in my favorites in my uh my my messages on Twitter and liking my message on Instagram. Right. Uh, well, thanks for the so I exist now. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm now I'm now uh, I'm now certified. Thank you to Spice Adam. You know, yes, definitely. Thank you. All right, so we are going to kick it off with something that made me happy last weekend, but you know the outcome wasn't so great. So we're going to talk about what happened in the Bears-Vikings game and just sort of where the Bears stand now in this race for first place. So I'm going to let you start it off. Go ahead, Mike. Why are you going to start me off with that game, man? Come on, let's Why, why are you doing that to me? Well, get first of all, Bears don't, the Bears don't know what this invention called defense is this season. It's like they forgot every defensive thing they've ever imagined. And... um. The safety's gotta gotta help stop the run because Adrian Peterson, 211 yards. Come on now, Adrian Peterson is Adrian Peterson, but it's almost like he wakes up for the Bears because one game in the season, Adrian Peterson's numbers would look like. Did you even plan on coming to the game? And in that other game, it, he always it's almost like, yeah, I'm gonna gash the Bears today. Because some of his biggest records and some of his worst games are against Bears. Yeah, he, he always. Well, he, he's going to take advantage where he sees fit. He's he all day is out there to gash any team, and if he gets the opportunity no, no, to get no, loose, I'm talking about it's, as it's a not Bears a Bears fan. Oh my goodness! As a Bears fan, because we play them twice a year, he splits. In one game, he has a not so good game, and he would be lucky if he breaks 50 yards. And in that other game, he makes up for what he got in that, that other game. Sometimes in that first game, he gashes us, and then the Bears say, okay, we're not going to let him gash us again. And then other other seasons, we stop him in that first game, and then we come in with the attitude of, oh, we stopped him last time, it'll be easy. And Adrian Peterson reminds me, I'm still Adrian Peterson. But mm-hmm. back to the back to the point of, the safeties need to, to be able to stop him. I'm not saying that they need to tackle him for a loss, 
but stop allowing for 10, 11, 20, 30-yard runs. I mean, literally, when your defensive tackles are not healthy the way they have been in, in previous years, my question then becomes, how do you how do you not slow him down with your safety? That's kind of what the term is. He's the safety for if something breaks open. You have to well, on the, on the Bears help. defense, there there's a lot. I mean, going on right now with the, with the injuries, just there there's a lot. It's not like and there's a lot. Was, and I'm sorry, the next man up. The next man up literally has to exist in the NFL, and and the Bears' safeties on the on the the first string safeties are horrible. Uh, but to be honest, I would rather some of our second string safeties be in over our first string safeties. Um, but we will get into a lot of that later on on who I want to see gone from the team. But realistically, our safeties are are not healthy. It's like literally we got nine people on the field because our safeties are not doing much. Then our so when you so when you watched the game last week, that that was your biggest your biggest hole. I saw quite a few things, definitely on both sides of the ball. And the oh no, no, it, it was Vikings I, mean, well, I, I didn't have a problem with the offensive side of the ball. Uh, it's not like they did an extravagant thing, but they didn't do a bad thing. I had more problems with the defense. They just did not – they couldn't stop anything. The Bears scored enough to win the game. They scored enough to win the game, and they just didn't win the game. And they couldn't stop anybody. Literally, every time we we looked like we were prepared to stop Adrian Peterson – They'd get a 10-yard play to the tight end or a 10-yard play to a wide receiver. The Bears' defense looks horrible. We got the 31st, we got the worst rushing defense in the NFL. Yeah, I've never seen, Mel Mel Tucker was so upset. I've never seen him like that. I mean, literally, you can look at it in a few ways. One, yes, Mel Tucker came in with the plan of keeping the old defensive scheme in line, which is fine if that's what you want to do and if the the, the veterans were healthy. When you lose Peanut Tillman, you lose three of your tackles, you lose Lance Briggs, you lose uh, DJ Williams, everybody that you kept the defensive scheme in the old style for is now gone. It's almost like, well, it's off, it would have been better had Mel Tucker come in and brought his own scheme to begin with. Well, they're probably, that's something that they're, they're going to work out. And like you said, later on in the show, we are going to talk about it. Um, for me... Yes, there were missed tackles. I love seeing Coles in the game. You know I love my rookie, Xavier Rhodes. Him at that position, he is going to develop into a beast at that position. Adrian didn't give He's up gonna the He's going to make defense. you forget about Winfield. <laughs> yeah, I, quick, I hope so because I definitely, you, you know my feelings on that. I so miss him. Um, but I love what I'm seeing from him in, in his rookie season. I really, really do. Uh, again, like I said, I love the move with Coles. Like, they just – the defense did not give up. The offense didn't give up. I mean, they 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 muscled this game out. It, I, they, the, they really did. The, Despite the a few – They um, to win that game, and they didn't win that game. But, I mean – it could have gone on either way in regulation, but you know we'll talk about the the calls and the NFL rules and inconsistencies in another show. Boy, do I have a lot to say about that! But I I really enjoyed what I saw. I actually enjoyed what I saw from the O line for for my Vikings. I'm shocked. That's not something I said this season. Loved when Matt Castle got in the game. I 
with Congress. No, you love when Matt Castle got in the game, or do you love when Christian Ponder left the game? Because there's a difference. When Matt Castle got in, only because I'm not big on, you know, he left the game hurt. So we were told he had a concussion. So I'm not going to be happy about that, no matter how I feel about his play. No, no, but that's why I didn't say you were. Like, it, it was out to see. I mean, Matt Castle you came were happy in he and left the game. That's what you were happy about. You were happy he left the game. No, I'm I was not, happy Matt no Castle one, coming. No I mean, one wishes an injury, no matter how minor or how major. No one wishes an injury on another player. No, you do wish other people would leave the game. He didn't have to leave the game. Like, I mean, he got a concussion, so that's why I'm saying that. Like, they could have just been like, dude, sit over here on this bench. <laughs> All right, that's that's enough from you. I'd have been fine with that. But when just Matt Castle coming in, changing the whole field, the tempo, watching him connect to Jennings, watching him connect to Simpson, I really – this is something that's key, though, for my team. And the one pass in the end zone when he dropped it, I think I broke half of my living room. But um, uh, when yeah, when I came back a, and watched it again, because being there, it was amazing. But they they got to yeah they got to hold on to those. You know that those are things that are valuable. These are little mistakes that are being made, and they've got to watch the penalties. They they really they really do. They've got to watch what they're doing the penalties. But I was you know I was I was really happy watching them just muscle it out like that. I was I was proud of the Vikings. I love the last few games, what I'm seeing from the defense, because the beginning of the season, the Vikings defense, trying to defend the third down drive, they were getting just demolished. Like, they would hold them. And then on the third down, like, the other team would get, like, 15-plus yards, and I didn't understand. I'm like, who, who what plays are we calling? But it's, it's just been a total different feel. Unfortunately, it is toward the end of the season. And there are some things that should change and a few people and coordinators that should go away. So that will be something that, again, we push to the end of the show. So while it was a battle and I would have loved to see the Vikings take it in regulation, had my Ellison held on to the ball in the end zone, um, it, it, was, it was a battle. It, it, it really was oh, a battle. And, and for as banged up as the Bears are, especially on defense, they still battled it out. Was not happy with what, I, what I've been seeing. From the defense for the Bears, not at all. But they 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 gave it the their all. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm the Bears' defense just looked horrible. It just looked horrible. We have we have made plays from time to time, but we have had zero consistency. The Bears' defense has looked horrible. Our uh, uh, a fumble here and an interception there. And a sack or two from time to time is not enough when you should be stopping plays. The Bears yeah, but it's just, I mean, look at who they have in there. It's just, it's really, and, and that's something also that we, we talked about when we were doing research. It's, it's, you know, how the Bears have drafted and what they've picked up. Like, you, you kind of almost always have to be ready in a sense, especially in this division, for one of your, your stars to go down. And when uh, the Bears yeah, yeah, I, stars go down, yeah, it's like, um, well, that's something that we're going to talk let's about. Let's get that guy. Like, well, that comes down to well, something we were talking in the in the uh, morning meeting. The Bears' previous regime drafted so horribly yeah. that most of their players that they drafted, uh, with the exception of a few stars, are not here anymore. Yes, they drafted Lance Briggs. Yes, they drafted Peanut Tillman. That's who the previous regime drafted, but literally uh, there's so large of a gap between the players. They're either old and long in the tooth. Or, or young still, and unexperienced. Still smelling like Similac behind the ears. Yeah, it's... So it's literally, if there's so, no, yeah, we're, there's no middle of the road veteran right now. So, if, if, if a player, if an older player gets cut or retires, you're left with a rookie. I mean, to keep it, I like Jonathan Boxy, but DJ Williams, he went down and admit Jonathan Boxy had to step up. He's a rookie. I like, I like it, and literally we're at the point where you have to draft. You're not going to build a team in free agency in football. This is not basketball. 
This is football. You have to build through the draft. And the Bears have that problem. The Vikings have that problem. The the Packers are good at drafting. The Packers are good at drafting. Um, You can't say the Lions have that problem. They have another issue that we'll talk about later. But the Bears and the Vikings need to draft some players. So, again, just wrapping up what we saw last week from the Vikings and the Bears, of course, I was happy. Also, congrats to Mr. Alday, Adrian Peterson. Like, that was just, it was an explosive, it was an amazing game, and I had no energy left. I thought I ran 16 miles. So, we're going to move on because two teams. No, 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 no. Oh, no, we're going to talk about it. Oh, 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 no. We, we will. You're not going to give all day his props without me giving uh, Alshon Jeffrey his. He had a great game. Like, he's he's definitely a, a player for the future. I mean, he's, he's, man, I love watching him. I man, it's like, him. all right, if you're going to clamp your hands down on, uh, on Brandon Marshall, the rest of the league better understand there is another person on the Bears that can burn you. Yeah, I, I, he was having a heck of a game. He, that was undeniable. And that catch in the end zone, keeping the ball above, oh above, God. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I mean, the you're still, you're still not going to take my good, Adrian Peterson glory. I see you trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to the Packers <laughs> and the Lions, two other teams that we mentioned. Of course, they had sort of, I guess you might want to call it a mini buy because what we saw on Thanksgiving, I um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. So we're gonna move. This thing on. Got I, man, can we I, say Molly Wap? Can we say anything? We can say a lot of things, and some of them aren't like FCC regulated. Like that was wow. But but the, the Packers, you know, Matt, Matt Flynn being in there, and from the reports that we've gotten all week, initially they were conflicting, but it doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers will be back this season so far. Um, and in a sense, it may, it, it may honestly, to me, it may be a good thing. I would rather see him completely healed and not rushed back. I'd rather see him completely healed, training all over again, and fresh and ready to take over in a brand new season. I would hate for him to be rushed back just so the team can make it to the playoffs. Or you know, I, I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers rushed. I, I, I mean, really want to see him come back as I healthy really, as possible. I really he's, wish RG three took a page out of Derrick Rose's book. Take your time. Aaron Rodgers um, is taking his time because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it sounds like I have a person over there that's not really on my page with the Derrick Rose book. Mm-hmm. So we um so with the Packers talking about the um, Packers today, the Packers um. Are uh, going up against the Falcons. Who? That's another team. I am. I'm shocked at where they are right now. <laughs> I, there were people that were picking the Falcons to go to the Super Bowl. To, to the, the Super Bowl. Started. There were so many people that picked the Falcons to go to the Super Bowl, and I um I figured that the Packers. I mean, the um, Falcons were going to have a, an amazing season. I really did. Like I looked at everything on paper. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to come in and, like, Hulk smash, and they kind of got You missed Michael Bernard Turner, and a lot of people, you're not one of them, but a lot of people thought Steven Jackson was a perfect replacement for Michael Turner. There is nothing that is going to replace Thais Turner. (laughs) Nothing at all. Steven is a great player. I will not take that away from him. Watching him, of course, when he was in our neck of the woods, for the Rams, like he's he's he is a very very good player. He's an extremely hard worker. I mean, he's you know set quite a few records himself. But I don't know, I don't know what happened because you know, you know, I was a fan of the quarterback too. So I don't really, I can't. I, I'm sorry, Tony Gonzalez. I I don't know what happened. Kind of like Man, I don't know what happened, but the Steelers, he had to get talked into coming back just to win. So I don't he know what happened, but I am wondering, and I am putting this out there. I'm wondering if 
the Packers can kind of take advantage today of everything that the Falcons are going through. Or are we just going to watch two pretty interesting teams? Boring games. Like, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to interesting. I'm going to stick to that word. Just kind of slug it out for like at least 17 points. I don't know what I'm going to say today. I'm just. I'm not sold on on Matt Flynn right now. I'm. I'm not. I was Scott Tolzien. I know he's he's young and he's got a lot to develop, but I'm not sold on Matt. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm definitely sold on Eddie Lacy. I, I, you know how I feel about the Packers' defense. No, they're not my favorite team, but they can be solid. They can be very, very solid. But that offense right now, um, go Eddie Lacy. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Start. if your name's not Aaron Rodgers uh, getting the ball from the center, it's going to be a long day for the Packers. <laughs> it's going to be a long day for both teams. This would be like the longest regulation game without overtime. <laughs> so I don't know what we're going to see. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I can't even pick a winner. I just, it's just like a football game that's going to be on. I, I can't pick a winner at all when it comes to this. I mean, to be honest, and this is not my Bears fandom saying this, but this is a game I almost feel like, who cares? I really do. You got to care. I mean, you know, we're covering the division that we do. You have to care. I know like, I know what you're saying from a fan standpoint, but you have to care. I would like to see I would like to see the Packers edge this one out. I really would. Honestly, I just don't know if that's what's going to happen. Honestly, if we're looking at who has played better football, even if we just look at who's played better football since Aaron Rodgers has left, I personally think that it won't it won't be in Falcons' favor. It will not. Well, that's 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 good for me to hear. I mean, I definitely want to see the Packers edge this one out. So, Maslin, I hope you're ready today because you were not on Thanksgiving. So, moving right <laughs> along, you're not at all. Was anybody right ready along. that day? Because <laughs> that game just looked horrible. You know, well, actually, Detroit came into that game with the plan, like, look. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you just called them, you know, the coaching staff scumbags. They were like, okay, well, let's play scumbag football then. Because when Nick <laughs> got through that old, I mean, uh, <laughs> when they got through that old line, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, Is he going to get up? Poor baby. It was, it was, it was, I, it was I, just it was, That was I was not expecting to see that. I definitely didn't think the Packers were going to win. I just didn't. I Well, so hopefully the Packers take advantage of the Falcons and whatever is going on down there. And, they, you know, they're in Lambeau. It's like snowing every time I go up there. I think it's like negative 600 degrees. And so they, they know how to play in that weather. So I think well, the Packers can actually. Unless you're in a dome this week, um, it's negative 600 in the entire country. Right now, yeah, it's pretty. Right. Yeah, but but you have teams that just you know, I don't know if the Falcons ready for that. Like I think I think they have a machine at Lambeau Field that like pumps extra cold air. Yeah, that's where I've been there. I've been like, <laughs> see, when I was outside, at least it was twenty degrees. Like, what is this? So, I just I really want to see the Packers. I I want to see them get a win. I do. That's and I think they can do still it the too. reason why I don't think the NFL should have put the Super Bowl. In uh, in MetLife Stadium, well, I'm right still here. trying to. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm from a cold weather city, like, you know. And that's exactly why. That's exactly why. Outside, except I for believe the, the NFL should have a Super Bowl in under two circumstances: in a dome or in a warm market. And literally, whatever. That's nice, the the whole history of football. Get out of here. L.A., Houston, New Orleans, South South Florida. That should be the the bulk of them. No. And yet, every once in a while, you could take no. it to Detroit. You could take it to. <laughs> no. No, I'm not I mean, one. I, I I do like to see 
you know, white field, no, like hard-nosed gridiron football. So there you I have like it. I like football in the rest, of the, the rest of the year when it's cold and they, they smash mouth and, and you got Tom Brady throwing the football and when you can't see the field and he's a beast at that and you got, uh, you got the mud bowl and, and you got players that are just doing stuff that shouldn't be physically allowable on the rest of the year, even into the playoffs. Because uh, back when you were a Bears fan, even though you never stopped being a Vikings fan, I will acknowledge that. But no. back when you were a Bears fan, uh, back when you were a Bears fan, uh, I know the story of you going to uh, the Bears against the Saints in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and the fun story where you were prepared and you had on uh, battery-operated socks and long underwear and everything, and then the whole left side of your body, the power went out, and the whole right side of your body, the power was still still on. So you thought you were prepared, and the cold weather just wasn't working out. That's cool for the playoffs. That's cool for the rest of the season. That is football. That's football. That's American football. That's what it is. The Super Bowl should be a different story. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm not the only one that feels that way, and you're not the only no, one that feels Chris, your way. No, you're, 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 yeah, no, no. That's, that's, that's a There's big battle. There's plenty of people that say, yes, we want to see football in football weather. There's other people that say, football to football weather is great, but for the Super Bowl, let's have a Super Bowl. Well, people are still buying those tickets at uh, 2500 and up, so apparently. So, yeah, I know. They're going to continue people to buy those see it. tickets. So good yeah. luck, Falcons at uh, Lambeau because it's like See, I need 640 degrees the below zero there. I need my Bears to get to the Super Bowl this year, and then one of the players that we happen to meet um, and we invite on the show, and they happen to love us so much they buy our tickets. I would not mind that. So Matt Forte, thank you for signing. I am not involved in that. What is what? Oh my god. Matt Forsaken buy I'm not in. What is that? Oh my god. Buy his tickets. Him personally, not the show. <laughs> okay, so moving right along. We <laughs> also have wow. Another matchup today. We've got the Lions. The Lions take the field again. And I love it every time fans are now mentioning the Lions on Twitter. They always hashtag scumbags. I absolutely love it. They bought into the whole thing. It's absolutely great. So much fun, and I, I mean, always have fun. They got called scumbags, and then they came out and played hard-nosed football. So, so now they're going up against. Here. They're now going up against. You know, Nicholas the Great from from what we've seen so far. So they are visiting the Eagles. Nick the Great is looking great. Oh my God. He still but has he not probably hasn't met like Nick Fairlane and Dominican Sue yet. So no one wants to meet Nick Fairlane and Dominican Sue. Yeah. Who wants to meet those guys? On or off the field? I do. Well, I've met them. That, that's a bit. You are in rare form today. But on the field, <laughs> what are we expecting though, in, in this matchup? Who needs to meet the Detroit Lions? Uh, nah, that I'm is. Oh that. my God. I'm joking with that last. <laughs> I'm joking. They have I mean, a really, be... really good team. I was happy to see their Reggie Bush. You are in rare form. Reggie Bush will be playing today. I. I <sighs> Oh, I'm so not sold on their quarterback, but he's consistent. I'm just not sold on the line I mean, quarterback, Matt but Stafford, that defensive Matt front. Is, is Glass. Okay. <laughs> he gets broken, I, and when he's not broken, he's afraid he's about to get broken. <laughs> We're not going to talk about broken quarterbacks. <laughs> Wait till we I mean, you talking about Mark. Jay Cutler? Talking about We're going to finish talking about the Lions. So, moving <laughs> So the Lions are taking the field today in, in Philly, and what we've seen from Nick Foles has been outstanding. I would have never expected this. I would have expected Nick Foles to be really good and consistent, sort of what I see from Josh McCown, but this has been extraordinary. I'm really, really shocked. It's like the team's revived itself, but can they hold the Lions? Like I, I can't see the Lions losing unless they take – them for granted, and that's the one thing I don't want them to do. When the, they're lost to the Bucks, they're lost to the Steelers. Yes, both of those are are pretty decent teams, even though they just couldn't figure out how to pull off a W. 
But those, I mean, they just, I felt like they just really felt, you know, they looked at their records, they watched films, saw the mistakes that they made, and they were like, oh, hum, we could go in here with one arm time behind our back and we could beat them. And no. So I don't want to see that from the Lions today. I want them to come play the same type of football that they played against the backers. I, I really want to see that hard. I love their defensive front. I absolutely love just watching them smash. So with that, I just wonder how many times they're going to put Nick Foles on his back or is the O-line going to come and play some real football today for the Eagles? So, of course, I'm going to pick the Lions to pull this one out. What are your thoughts on the matchup? I want and think that the uh, Eagles will win this match, not because of – team fandom or anything like that, I think the discipline that you have to have against the Eagles, I don't know if Detroit's coaching staff has disciplined those players well enough to understand. After you make a good defensive play, you can't celebrate. you got to get back to the line. you got to get back, yeah. you got to get back. you got to play all four quarters. you got to finish the game. And I literally think they may be able to keep up with them in the first or second quarter, but by that third and fourth quarter, it is going. They're they're going to start to feel all of what the Eagles know how to do. Because they're not moving as fast as they were in the beginning of the season, but they still move at a faster pace than most. And that fast pace, there is no celebrating. And the defensive line of Detroit loves to celebrate. And it's not just fairly in soup. That whole line loves to celebrate. Their linebackers like to celebrate. I don't know if they have the discipline to play defense in with, without the celebration. They have. They I, believe, have I, the believe they I believe they, they do. I believe they do. Like the discipline. they have to come, like I was saying, a different mindset. They can't take this for granted. They can't. Though they're probably in an adrenaline rush off their last beatdown, that was still the Packers. You're going up against the Eagles now. Like, the Eagles right. are a competition for them. They cannot take this game lightly. They have to have a mindset of we need and to win this Eagles. game and we need to do what we need to do to win and control the tempo of the game, everything. They have to come in there with a totally professional mindset. And that's been what a lot of people, including you, have said about the Lions, even though they're right now shining in the NFC North division. People really don't feel that they mentally are ready. No, they're not. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they're not mentally another ready. Another thing, Mentally ready or not, another thing is a lot of games come down to who needs the game more, especially at this point in the season. Although the Lions do not have a big lead in the NFC North, they need the game less than the less than the Eagles. The Eagles need the game. So yeah. when you are in need of a game, you, your mindset coming into a game is like, all right, don't mess up, pay attention to every detail. Because we need this. And when you couple that with Detroit's discipline and proper mindset, it is – I'm going to lean towards the Eagles on that game. I think that as far as a better team, I think the Lions are a better team. They have more talent. But but they've got to be mentally ready. They've got to be prepared to understand that this is not going to be an easy game. I blame that on the coaching staff. I think the Lions can honestly pull this one off if they come mentally ready. They, they've got to come. They cannot take this lightly at all, especially in, you know, with there still being a fight in the division. And then, you know, the, the Eagles and, I mean, the Cowboys will be here. I don't even know what that's going to look like tomorrow. We haven't even touched on that. Because, I mean, yeah, I don't want to touch on that. Because <laughs> yeah, normally but, the Bears look good against the Cowboys, but uh, the Bears haven't been looking good at all this season. And that's that's a race, you know, between the Eagles. The Eagles and Dallas, I believe, right now are tied in their division for first place. Mm-hmm. So for both teams, the, for the Cowboys coming to Chicago, yeah, and, and, and Philly today playing the Lions. So we are. I, I really think we're going to see a different Eagles team, and the Lions have to be ready. The Lions have to be ready for them because mm-hmm. they're ready to, you know, 
head to the postseason. They they want a playoff notch on, on their belt too and, and secure it. And so do the Cowboys. So this is their division at the NFC East. You know, that's the battle. I and I, I don't need the Lions to be hockey because of what's gone on with the Packers and the ailments and the Bears' defense to feel like, okay, we've already sewn up the um, <clears throat> the NFC North because anything could happen. I mean, one of the things that uh, coming into the season, there were a lot of pundits that didn't think the Bears were going to do good. They were going to take a major step back, not just a step back, but a major step back. Rookie coach, concentration on a different side of the ball, and then they came in, and Mark Trestman had them doing relatively good. So now we're like, okay, well, we had come in expecting not to make the playoffs. Well, then Trestman got us thinking playoffs. So literally their fans going into the season were prepared to not make the playoffs uh, at first just for one season and come back do good next season. Now they don't have that attitude. They want to go, and they want to go now. And, and to a certain degree, that's good. When you're good, you don't want to take that major step back. You never do. I don't even care if you have – I mean, I'm not a Cubs fan, but I have witnessed tons of Cubs fans. You are. And mm-hmm. and my point, to, my point to bringing that up is Cubs fans never want to lose. They're called the lovable losers, but they never want to lose. I mean, and I can look at the team that I'm a fan of in the White Sox after we won the World Series, we haven't we haven't done much since. We've made the playoffs, but we haven't made it out of that first round. And literally, no one wants to lose, but when you look at your team realistically coming into the season, we were prepared to take a step back. And then all of a sudden, we look good. Darn you, Phil Emery, for, for getting some good free, day, free agents and drafting good. Darn you, because now we don't want to lose, and now we want to win this game. And when you look at a long-term plan, I think the Bears will be okay. In the short term, not so much. But I think in the long term, I think the Bears will be more than okay. So with this Lions-Eagles game, with, with, with both teams having a lot to to fight for in their divisions, the, the, the Eagles definitely want to – come out on top and stay on top, and so do the Lions. If the Lions I'm picking, are focused, I'm picking, I'm, I, I, and I'm picking the Lions if they stay focused and they really play hard-nosed football. But I, I will not knock what I've seen from the Eagles. They have been playing really, really good football. And had they not had a small debacle at the beginning of the season, I don't think that this would even be a tie in that division. I honestly think the Eagles would be over the Cowboys, Please. which, you know, yeah. Swings us around to our next um, <clears throat> our, our our next matchup, which is Monday Night Football. Okay, it's going to be the Bears and the Cowboys, who are who are also fighting to stay on top. I know they're in a tie, but percentage-wise, they're slightly ahead of the Eagles for first place, and they they're fighting for for their playoff spot as well. What are we expecting to see from the Cowboys coming here? On the that lovely soldier field. To the Bears. Those Cowboys yeah. are sick and tired of losing well, to the Bears on Monday Night Football. They're sick and tired of it. And, and I'm a little nervous that the game, Bears' defense cannot stop their run game. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, think they, can, I, I don't I don't think they, think they, can they do will stop. You were talking about cannot stop. I'm going to be very critical of the Bears. After watching what happened last week against the Bears and the Vikings, I don't think the Bears will stop the, the uh the Cowboys. I think the Bears will score. I think tomorrow's game is going to be a score close to that of the uh, the Bears Redskins game. A high scoring game. If you remember the Bears Redskins yeah. game was forty four to forty one. Yeah, it was very high scoring. I, I literally think that's what tomorrow's score is gonna look like. We uh Tony Romo, although he lost to Peyton Manning and the Broncos, he's proven he can score if you if you ask him to. I think there's gonna be very little defense played on either side of the ball. Now, the, the Cowboys' defense is not lacking. I just think that, that the Bears' offense is making strides. So I'm, yeah, I'm, and, I'm and not, that's I'm, something, I'm not, I'm not, that's I'm something not that I don't the know. Out for that I mean, I'm not look at, at, 
Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, I I just I you know, and I think Matt Forte will actually be able to get loose PK, in this game. Well, Matt Forte has people have looked at Matt Forte, but and said, oh, he's not doing that good. People forget just rushing alone, Matt Forte is the number six running back in the NFL. And then when you add in his receiving yards, he's a great all-purpose back. And he is he has real in these last few games. But it's but what's like, what's what's killed him is not has not been his drive. I mean, we we take a look at the Bears' O line and you know just holding defensive fronts back and creating holes and and I'm. And, hmm. But when when they well, do, have, when he sees an advantage, he does take advantage of it. He he, you know, it's it's a little bit of an adjustment compared to what he walked into on the team. Right. So well, well he, the the offensive line he's with right now. The only person that's back from last year is Aurora Garza. Right. And if you remember earlier, earlier in the year, I was saying let Roberto Garza go. Go, you were. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not on that. On that soapbox lately because it seems like once you get some consistency for anything, especially with an offensive line, the last thing you want to do is is change. The center. So I'm not on that soapbox right now. I have other players I'd rather to say goodbye to. And I. So 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 with that, we're gonna I, we're gonna finish the, that. I think and, this and is gonna be the first time this season, the first time this season, that I pick against the Bears. Yeah, because I'm I'm actually picking the Cowboys to to pull that off. I have picked the Bears every week. Every week. I can't do that this week. When it's not because I think the other team is better than the Bears. I don't. I just don't think the Bears' defense is doing good. Yeah, they're a a bit of a struggle. And we've we've got just a few minutes. Yeah. We've got just a few minutes to touch on today's other matchup coming out of the NFC North, and that is the Vikings. The Vikings are in Baltimore going up against the Ravens and um, definitely not hey, impressed. And we're going to let you talk about that one. I am definitely not impressed with, with the, the Ravens QB. I, I, <laughs> wow. Well, I guess they showed him the money. He was like, I'm just going to throw the ball. Good luck. Y'all catch it. <laughs> like, I just, he was like, I'm paid. I got a Super Bowl ring. Anybody, just there you go. Um, but I don't know if the Vikings can take advantage of the Ravens right now. I would love to see them. Do I know they Wait, win? Let me let me stop right there. I, but I, I uh, Joe Flacco. No, he does not look like he did last year. But also, Joe Flacco lost a lot of what he had last year too. Okay, he but lost. you still know who's on your team. You throw the ball to them. You just you just be like, screw it. I don't want the sack. Who's down there? Looks like a man to me. I'm gonna throw the ball. You know, I'm gonna... Oh, he's got a helmet on, so let's throw it. Down. Right. Hey, that guy over there. Oh shoot, it was a fan. Like it's just what are you hmm. You know, the I I have not been overly impressed with the run game, but I don't know if the um my lovely, wonderful, amazing Vikings can take advantage of everything going wrong right now in Baltimore. Baltimore is not what we expected them to be, but they're not horrible. They're just not what we were expecting to see. And there were a lot of there a lot of major changes. I mean, they had the, their best player retire. I mean, Ed Reed's not there. There, there were so many changes. Right, Ed Reed retired. Uh, Ed Reed did not retire. Went down. No, 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 no. Ed Reed did not retire. You're right, Ed Reed. Ray Lewis. <laughs> Ray Lewis retired. Ed Reed is gone. Uh, right. Their tight end, their top tight end, uh, he went down with a season-ending injury. Yeah. Uh, Anquan Bolden got traded. <laughs> I mean, I mean you know, it was literally. so much that just, that just happened, which which we do see a lot when teams win win big games like the Super Bowl, and you know that that's not uncommon, especially when a lot of players' stock is high and they still got a few years left to make a difference for another team. Mm-hmm. So. But mm-hmm. it it didn't do very much for what replaced it for. The Ravens. So I would love to see 
Jared Allen, Brian Robinson take advantage of everything Flacco cannot do. I, I Kevin Williams, I hope I know you guys can't hear me at this point. I wish I could channel to you. I would just love to see them just just really hold them, but they are the Ravens. And we are going in. The Vikings are starting with Matt Castle, which is which is it's a good thing because I love Matt Castle's consistency. I love how he spreads the field. I love how he takes advantage of every offensive weapon from, oh, my God, the tight end. I mean, he finds them. I need them to hold on to the ball today, and they are playing outside, and it is cold, <laughs> and yes, it is snowing. Yes, I need you guys to hold on to the ball, Ellison Simpson. But um, I am a little nervous because the last time that, that Matt Castle. Yeah, you really are over there trying to channel uh, thoughts. To I, I like am. I'm, I'm, I'm incense and everything. I, I just really think we're going to need our defense to step up. The Vikings defense really needs to step up today. They really need to step up. And I just want to see Castle have a stellar game. Castle is used to, to outside cold weather football. I mean, that, that's not odd for him. I just want them to be, you know, the, the Ravens might not have a ton of Ws, but they, they play football minus the quarterback. So we're going to see <laughs> what happens. But I really think if the defense is able NFL to hold NFL team going to get you. She is. And I, yeah, she going to get me. She going to get you. She is going to get me. But it's okay. I love her. But, you know, like I already tweeted her this morning. Like, You're oh, not wow, loving her team. Really interesting. <laughs> My back is going up against your Ravens, and I love you, Rita. But um, it, it is going to be interesting. But <laughs> if the Viking defense can really, really hold them, they can just totally take Flacco out of his game. And I want to say stop the run. Um, I will give a lot of props to Xavier. I don't care if it's cold outside, if it's raining, snowing, people are throwing cats at him. He comes to play, like, hard-nosed football. I love watching him. This position I like, you know, where they've got colds, as I mentioned earlier. So I think they're going to come to play. The thing with the Vikings is they cannot let the game get out of hand because once the game gets out of hand and the other team starts scoring touchdowns, I don't know what happens to them. They, like, implode and don't know what to do. I don't want to see that today. I actually want to see them come and play hard-nosed football. They can do it. I have no idea who the winner will be. Baltimore. No, she wouldn't. I wouldn't definitely. I would be as, as as that hard of a fan as I am of the Vikings. I would definitely be happy and and shocked to see <laughs> the, the, the Vikings pull it up. I would, I would, I, I would be like elated. Would you be as shocked as the Bears fans were when when we injured uh, Aaron Rodgers and won that game? More shocked or less shocked? I would be more shocked um, only because. We know Rodgers is the key to – he's like the mastermind for the Packers. I mean, look, look what he was working with. And he was – I mean, he made them look like greatness. Like they exuded like little angel halos when the game was over. That's just how good of a quarterback that man is. In, in the sense of the Vikings, the whole team has to pull it together and pull it off, despite the plays that Musgrave calls. They got to they, – they really have to – this has to be an important game to them. Like, every game for the rest of their season has to, like, in their mind, be a must-win. And they're battling through a lot, including injuries, but it has to be a must-win. And the defense, if the defense takes advantage and just comes out hard-nosed and play real gridiron football, then the Vikings actually have a shot. But if they let this slip away... And and the and the Ravens can convert on third downs and you know they get that run game going. It's um you know I, I'm glad that like Elvis Dumerville is not going to play. So yeah. So you know we'll we'll have to see. I would be I would be elated. I would be overjoyed to to watch my Vikings pull it out. But but truthfully, I can't even call it until I see the start of the game. Because, honestly, right now, if I'm looking on paper and I'm looking at everything that we've seen, of course, it's going to sway the way of the Ravens. <laughs> but I'm, I, I am going to be here in all of my purple and gold glory. And that's just how I feel. So we are down to 10 minutes. And the one thing that I do want to go over is they every day on Twitter, everyone is bashing someone from their favorite team in the NFC North. And it's absolutely hilarious. 
So we're going to go through this really, really quickly. We're going to start with the team that Mike absolutely loves their coaching staff. And if their coaching staff could stay or, or, or should they go away, please tell us the team and tell <laughs> bye us bye why you absolutely hate staff. their coaching staff. Bye-bye <laughs> uh, Detroit Lions coaching staff. First of all, their, their offense is not being creative. They, they have weapons. They have many weapons. Baba, they they're just not doing anything. The only person that could survive, in my eyes, in the Detroit Lions coaching staff, would be the defensive line coach. And that's not—he's not surviving because he's doing much. He's surviving because he just got a great defensive line. So yeah, literally, <laughs> I mean literally, the Baba Detroit Lions. I, I don't—I can't see a player on Detroit's team that I would just cut. I mean, I can't either. Not 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 right so, now. I can't. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that I would get rid of on Detroit staff. Yeah, I've, I've, I've not been happy with the coaching staff either, as far as developing them, preparing them for a lot of these games, and the uh, play. No like I just feel like it's been no, luck. It's it's been luck. Right. I mean, they have it's no discipline. They don't have yeah, the right mindset. It's, it's been luck. Some games. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm a Indominus Sioux fan, but. Somebody needs to get in his behind. And hey, he said he's say, changing. He said oh, no, no, he, oh, he no, is no, going no, to no, be no, a better no. person. And I'm not saying that light. he isn't. I'm not saying that he isn't. But literally, your coaches, that's part of the coach's job, to make sure that your players are doing what you want them to do. And you, are you going to tell me that the, that the uh, coaching staff got in him early enough? No. They should have nipped that in the bud when that first ha- started happening, and they didn't. So that so I, I, I definitely understand. I don't disagree with you on on how on how you feel about the Lions. We can go ahead because yes, time is winding down. So let's do this really quick. Let's let's touch on the let's Bears. Let's go on to the Vikings. No, no, let's go oh, on well, to your Vikings. Well, you want to go to the Vikings? Okay, so yeah, let's go to the Vikings. Christian Ponder's suitcase pack because he he can I, go. I, 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 <laughs> I buy the plane tickets. Uh, he, 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 exactly. he might be able to take Aaron Anderson with him as well. They need to definitely so, take most of you guys. And um, Coach Allen, defensive coordinator, yeah, take, take him too. <laughs> hmm. Offensive and defensive coordinator, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Uh, definitely. Christian is just, Christian's just not the, the QB for the team. At all. I have I no idea what's going on with Josh Freeman. He's just there. I, I don't. It's time to move on. Okay. Well, with the Bears, everybody has heard me talk about it. I want Major Wrong and Chris Conti to go in a package deal of mailing them off to Fiji. Right. No, we don't even want anything for them in Chicago. Just take them. <laughs> just take just them. I here. don't care. I don't want to trade them. Because I wouldn't wish that on anybody, not even on my worst enemy. It's just like, get rid of them. It's not worth the energy. Now, Mel Tucker, there there are a lot of people calling for his head. I'm not, and I'm, I, I I want to disagree with them. I yeah. so want to disagree with them, but I wouldn't have a problem with it, though, either. I'm on the fence. If you cut them, cut them. You don't. Well, that's kind of where I am. Like he, he's not having. If he had a health, if if the defense would have been healthy, nobody would have been calling for his head. He he's trying to work with what he has, and then you swing around to my favorite team, and yeah, they're, they're well, wait a minute, we got we got to talk, but... talk about one more thing with the Bears. It, it, I like Julius Peppers. I don't necessarily want talk about the Bears letting him go, but the cap hit that Julius Peppers will give the Bears next season, I think is in the area of, I can't remember, $16 million or $18 million for next season's cap hit. He's not worth that anymore. He, he, yeah, he, got, no. that million, he got that $90 million contract, and he renegotiated this year so that the Bears would regain $2 million worth of cap space just for this year, 
but it's still going to have a huge cap hit next year, somewhere in the $16, 18000000 million range. And he's not worth that. Yeah, I don't. He, he's he's. I think we've possibly seen his better days. He, he was a great player, but I, I just don't he's see those type of extension he extensions anymore for him. He's right. like the one two year pickup to solidify a, a defense. He's he's just not. I that money. I mean, literally, I would I like for him to would I like for him to renegotiate and give us the hometown uh, hookup? Yes. But he's not worth that type of cap hit that he's he's giving the Bears right now. We need that space to build the young. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's yes, when we, picked, when we picked him up, he still was on the upswing, and although he didn't have 15 sack seasons, they were triple teaming him. So they were so other players on the Bears defense were getting things done because of that. So he, yeah, he was he was a, he was he, a great addition to the, to the Bears. He's 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 been a great player, but just right now in his career, he's just not worth that. And that's that's really like you said, taking money away from the Bears needing to go ahead and draft, look and see what's in free agency, and begin to build that defense up. So I kind of mm-hmm. see him as a one or two year pickup for a team, even if he stays here, but definitely not at the same amount of money. And also, on everybody's newswire, of course, it's the Jay Cutler thing. It's like it's a contract season for Jay Cutler. It looks like the Tennessee Titans are now dangling. The, the rope with a nice check on the end, and, um, you know, people are saying, okay, throw us a draft pick. We might throw you Cutler. What do you think with that? And then we got him a one. I, I said it years – I mean, not years ago, weeks ago on this show that the Tennessee Titans may want Jay Cutler. And Jeff Fisher originally wanted to draft Jay Cutler to Tennessee Literally, that's the team that the Bears should be shaking in their knees at, because uh, otherwise it would it would be the Bears would have to franchise him. Because if it comes down to it, I believe the Tennessee Titans would pay him more than the Bears are willing to pay. So, do you think it would be a good look? And then, what should the Bears look for? if the Bears let him go? Like, what should the Bears look for in a QB? Well, see, that's the thing. That's what I'm most worried about. I don't think. I don't think if the Bears were to let him go in a trade situation, it would be it would be dependent upon what trade pick they would get. Are they getting a first round pick for him? If they're getting a first round pick, go ahead and do it. If the Bears season ends up bad and they're gonna get a good first round pick regardless, then go ahead and do it. Because then they can draft the QB in early in the first round. But literally it's going to come down to where their picks end up in mm-hmm. order to make that decision. Because right, and that's what QB, we were talking about in the morning. Uh, late, late first round, maybe you can get a good QB. Early second round, early. it's not going to be. It's not. It's not you a franchise QB. Not, you're right. You can go as late as for late first round. Uh, mm, it depends. There are a lot of teams. There are a lot of teams. That's that's a position that's, that's needed. So we yeah, definitely have I to mean, see. And we're gonna we're gonna swing it, though, like really quick, super quick now with the Packers. Um, outside of Seneca Wallace. Uh, <laughs> oh, they should have just gave I'm him still his trying second. To understand his why they weeks ago. I'm still trying to understand why they didn't keep. You know, and we we can actually we we can touch on that too. And in, in another game, I don't even know. I don't. No, really, if they should cut anyone. Like, I, I definitely know everybody that plays for him is injured today. Like, everybody's inactive. I was like, that's the I longest mean, like, on my screen I've ever seen. They, they got it. The only people that I would say cut on their team is their uh, is their their QB core not named Aaron Rodgers. Well, no, I like Scott. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how what the terms were with Maslin, but I definitely like what I see and Scott, and I like where Scott can go and develop into. So I do like Scott. Um, yeah, I don't even understand Seneca Wallace. So that's like, <laughs> you know, a way for them. So that that's like the only thing that I can I can see. So that's pretty much it. But I definitely, you know, hit Twitter with me because I really want to talk about the, the Jay Cutler issue. I, I really do. Like, it's, it's out there. I want to know what Bears fans think, how they're feeling. You know, we're down to 60 seconds. So, I'm going to hit Twitter. Our Twitter handle is Football Fan Rush. So, we'll be on there. We'll be talking a whole lot of Jay Cutler today since 
you know, we can spend a day on the Bears as we get ready for the other games going on today. So I am your host, Kev, and that, that's your co-host, diehard Bears fan, Mike. And it's been one because, uh, unfortunately, our favorite teams are struggling right now. Yeah, and as a Bears yeah. fan, I have to wait till tomorrow to watch a game, and I'm not enjoying that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch other football. That's my fandom feels my of glory with me. We'll hold hands. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in, and again, happy game day Sunday. All right, goodbye. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.